0: What long weekend is it? It's not really a long weekend. It's we were just making it a long weekend. Oh, yeah.
1: Because on, on the text it was like, "Hey, we're going for the long weekend." I was like, oh, "For it's a long I should
0: have been a long weekend." Uh, so, oh,
1: a long weekend and the long weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah different. very different things. <laughs> this is no politics at the dinner table. I'm Tony Biancasino. And I'm Amit Prakash. Today we are going to continue talking about police, but we're going to mix it up with a little voting conversation. That's right. That's right. All right, man. All
0: right. How was your week?
1: My week is good. Um, I actually started working in this week. So oh, did you really? I've, yeah, I've been shooting for the last couple of days um, in uh, wow.
0: Baton Rouge. Socially distanced shooting is that is that how? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, like masks,
1: gloves, um, very small crew, three people, um, small. T- like it's it's just not it's not a big production. It's very docky. Yeah. Um, but things are starting to slowly get back. Um, until, you know one of us gets COVID-19, <laughs> 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 but it felt really good. I got to say it was like, wow, man, I, I can't, you know, it's like grass is always where you got, where
0: you guys all masked up and everything. And yeah. Masked like, up, yeah. masked
1: up. Yeah. You know, doing things properly. Um Everybody drove their own car to locations. You know, we did everything you could possibly do right with the information we have. Um But you know, it's scary because you're still the whole time. Like, Feels really good to be working again, but like one of these motherfuckers might have COVID. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so you're all kind of like yeah. looking at each other, like, "Who is yeah. it? Who's going yeah. to take this down?" But yeah, it felt
0: good. It really felt good to get back to work. So today, I wanted to talk about something that, for a long time, was, I guess, not really that long ago. You know, in the 1960s and 1970s, and really the 1970s, there was talk about. Two things uh, decreasing the amount of police on the streets and then also the, the abolition of prisons so if you've heard of Angela Davis the big um, civil rights leader um, uh, part of the black power movement and so on yeah. she she had this whole argument like oh, let's let's get rid of prisons and it was and it was not an idea that was kind of laughed out of the room um, and then there was the rise of Nixon, and then you got the war on crime and the war on drugs and et cetera, et cetera, and then mass incarceration and so on, right? And then everybody sort of rode that train. Um, so, but right now, we're back at this moment where people are talking about, let's abolish the police, right? Let's, let's get rid of that. That is out there as, as an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to start one thing with our, our, our buddy Bernie and his position on this right Right. i don't know if you've you've heard about what what his position is but for those who haven't uh bernie's position is pay the police more uh his position has been what you need to do to have an effective police force across the country and in in each municipality is to make it much harder to become a police officer to have you know four years of say criminal justice training um really knowing the ins and outs of the law you know sociology courses courses on poverty you know maybe maybe some psychology and mental health classes you know all the the things that the police are sort of tasked with dealing with yeah um but they're dealing with all they know is force really right now um and that they should get paid a lot better right so it's kind of like i would liken it to what the argument that denmark makes for teachers for public school teachers they make it really hard to be a teacher you got to go through so many hoops. Only the creme de la creme in Denmark can become public school teachers, and then they get paid really well and, and all that sort of stuff. So he wants the same sort of model for for the cops. What do you think of that? Yeah, love it. That's actually that's
1: actually my stance on on uh, on teaching, public school teaching. I think they should pay teachers more and make it harder to become a teacher. Yeah, um, I think I think like there's levels, right? when you make when you make entry-level jobs harder and you need more education and you pay better you i think you typically get better people and then there's like investment banking douchebags that become too rich and then ego and then corruption but i think there's this like mid-level where you actually get like people that like a job and they care about a job so I think there's a lot of people that would go into teaching, but it's just not enough money for them, um, and and it's and it's not the it's, they can't live a life comfortably, because a lot of teachers get paid shit. So what you end up getting are people that like, that's the the household second job, and that's guy you know man and woman. Normally it's a two household income where like there's another job, which is sad. Like that's
0: teaching today. Well, you saw, I mean two years ago, there were all these teacher strikes across the country, right? Of um, course. That's starting West Virginia and, you know, going in red states too, right? Um, and what that sort of, Displayed, which everybody kind of secretly knew, is that teachers are paid horribly. Horribly, and and even so, they're spending what little money they have on their own supplies for their students and stuff like that. Of course, and they're driving Uber on the side and like you know they're they're doing yeah. All and this a lot of those stuff.
1: teachers are people that care,
0: like Jabari,
1: yeah. who, who was on to. last week who's running yeah. for senate. That's a guy who, like Jabari, could do a lot of stuff. Right. I think he likes being a teacher. Yeah. I think you were like that. You like being a teacher. You eat. I mean, we we all know you. You were offered jobs at very big firms, not, not teaching. And you turned it down and you chose to be poor for a while
0: (laughs) because you like lifelong.
1: (laughs) So, so to bring it back, I I think a lot of these professions and cops is one of them, by the way, cops get paid pretty well as it is. Um, And they have, they have good benefits and they're, they're like, like town cops in, in like, let's say Princeton where I grew up, they're not in danger. I promise you. Those cops are getting shot at. They're not going into horrible neighborhoods. They think they are. They're not. Um, but I still think if you made it even harder, um, especially with education, I mean, how the hell are you able to carry a gun and apply the law when you don't go to law school? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean. It, Make lawyers it, cops. It does, I don't know the it answer, does but I like it. Question. I'm intrigued. Okay. OK, so this is one, you know, I love my man, Bernie, and I'm living in Vermont, but I'm against him on this one. Go um, on. And the reason for this is that reform talk is the talk that police love. Right. They love that phrase, police reform, right? So they, so as this is all going on? There's this organization called the International Association of uh, Chiefs of Police, the IACP. Um, at its birth, it was basically funded by the CIA in the nineteen fifties right. to to basically promote American style policing to put down leftist militancy during the Cold War in like you know, like South America and stuff like that and like hey you guys you can't use the army against these you know union movements and stuff that are against you know your authoritarian rule um, because the army might become the dictatorship and you would be out of power, you guys need police. And so the IACP would like send out US cops, right, all over the world to sort of teach the world the ways of basically mass repression. Okay. And the point that I'm making here is that all of this was done under the auspices of the language of police reform and professionalization. And the argument here was that, oh, you know, the police used to be, it's always like they're always looking backwards. They're always like, oh, we're going to reform because we're not going to do that terrible thing that we used to do. And so what reform means is you guys should give us a whole lot more money and then we're going to train our officers better. So... What happened after Philando Castile? What happened after Michael Brown? What happened after Eric Garner? They all got, like, sensitivity training. They all got imp- implicit bias training. And then they're still killing people, right? And they got a whole lot of money for it. So for, I think Bernie's wrong because he doesn't... Maybe, I mean, he might not well, be time aware out. of this history. Well, 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 hold on, time- hold on, hold on. Okay. Let, let me just... One thing I would, I would just say is that when you buy into the sort of police reform thing and the idea that okay let's give them more prestige by you know training them better and you know sending them to to school for longer or so on it kind of forgets what the main function of the police is which is to maintain the established order and our order as we know it is shot is massive inequality heavily laced with if not totally animated by racism so it's an order that kind of sucks and so that's 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 the aim of the police in the first place so for me forget reform abolition um but go on
1: look i'm not i'm not dumb enough to debate the police with you i'll defer to you on this but what i will say and obviously i didn't i I don't know anything about bernie's plan but in his plan, it might be new cops, right? I think what you're talking about is rehabilitating, like the police force as we know it. That's not what you said. You said the plan for the future police. So the way I take that is, we start tomorrow. All these guys are done. They're fired. They can go back to school, start over. But I, I don't. I don't think these people can be rehabilitated. A lot of them. Um, yeah. I think what you're talking, what he's talking about, is from now on. You do four years. We, you know, and now you need to apply. So we're looking for different things now, like you know, and and I think with that vetting process, you would actually get a different outcome. So that's all I'm saying. Is yeah, I, no, I think I, you're right. But I think what he's saying is, if you start over, we're not talking about rehabilitation.
0: We're talking about a new class of people coming in. I think I think that's right. I th- I think the new class of people will oppress people in more sophisticated ways very possible (laughs) I mean the guys coming out of the Harvard are the guys ruining the world right you know so so (laughs) I mean I mean I think that's that's and and it it's it is a radical idea in the literal sense that you're getting to the root of something and like it's not like and this is what this whole movement's like Talking about and this is I think this is just an interesting. That's I'm very hopeful right now. I'm I'm never hopeful. You know I'm super cynical. Yeah, you, you, you don't um, believe anything. I'm always a pessimist yeah. about most everything. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually really hopeful right now because what I think is happening is that the revolution that was supposed to come after the financial crisis and the right. Occupy movement is coming now, and it took the pandemic and a decades worth of murdering black people in the streets by our forces of law and order that people are finally saying, forget seat at the table, we wanna flip flip the table. I,
1: I, I will say this feels different. Yeah. I've never felt anything like this in my lifetime. And I do think the pandemic has, we're, we're all already angry. Now imagine being a black person, home, angry, seeing all the statistics about COVID and how it's affecting your people and then seeing your people being still being killed by cops. I mean, I'm just sitting back, you know, you're seeing a lot of these, it's really weird. I mean, I don't know if we want to get into this, but you're seeing a lot of the white actresses and white actors doing these PSAs and they're taking, you know, and they're, they're taking heat. And I'm just like, guys go march in the streets. Like I'm doing, like you're doing, but this is not, if your skin tone looks like mine, this is not your time. I mean, I'm all about the Instagram, like reposting a Sean King or reposting the leaders of the movements thing. I do it all the time because I want to just keep getting it out there. But I'm not doing original, you know, uh, commentary on
0: Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shut the fuck up. They're so starved for attention. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's... But I don't want to get off topic yeah. here because we could do a whole
1: episode. Yes. I yes, have a lot yes. of fun with it. The, the grossness um, of that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So okay. okay so I'll ask you, what is yeah.
1: your you? are the police expert here. Okay? okay, and this is your moment to shine. So, <laughs> I, you know, President Donald Trump <laughs> hires Ahmed Prakash to fix the police. Oh
0: my God! I don't. First of all, I don't think he'd hire me. But but let well, me. Okay. So let let let's let's this is this is what I want to talk about. So. I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna it? shoot down Bernie's position, right? You just did. Yeah, yeah we I got shot that. down Bernie's position. So the next position is defunding the police, right? Okay, defund okay. them, and that's a step towards abolition, right? It's not abolition immediately, but it's like we're slowly gonna bleed, you know, starve the beast as like all the tax cutters call it for the government, right? We're gonna like L- the beast, LAPD right? will have to give up their Ferrari. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so the whole thing about that is that people will say well you know it's just unthinkable right you know how do you how do you have modern society without you know a police force because right. everybody's grown up with it and so two things one it's a lack of political imagination is 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 the problem and that i think that lack is spawned from a lack of historical consciousness because police as we know it is is fairly recent it's it's only the past 200 years, and, and for uniformed officers in the streets, past 100 years or so, right? So it's not, I mean, it's old, but it's not super, super old, okay? Um, so one thing that I w- want to say is that it's happening already. So do, have you heard of this thing called the Chaz? No. No? Okay. Okay, this is, I'm... No, I'm, but it I'm, sounds like a I'm, guy that sings on a I'm, piano with a totally, bow tie and a cigarette totally, hanging out of his mouth. Totally the jazz. <laughs> Chaz. Chaz. So have you heard of Chaz? Okay. Um, so the in Seattle, the movement there, they confronted this police station. It's the East District Police Station of Seattle, right, in Capitol Hill, yeah. in that, that neighborhood. And basically the crowd was so enormous that the police stood down and the mayor stepped in and said, basically, we don't want them to torch this precinct, so board it up and evacuate it and just let them have it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And so for this past week, the people there have 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 consecrated this, the the uh, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, the Chaz. And so the it's ch- it's a police precinct it's that's been taken name. over by the people. Yeah, burn the Chaz down. is terrible. <laughs> oh, come on. The Autonomous Zone. Right. So basically what they're doing and like there's like you know there's infighting between the anarchist wing and and the black lives matter wing who think the anarchists are diluting their message and there's a lot all the sort of normal left wing you know eating their own yeah. um but, but but what they're trying to do is offer a model for having like a neighborhood where things are taken care of they have you know there's people providing food there's people with there's like a health care center now that they've just you know, built up in a week, so they're modeling all this stuff now. Obviously, you know how is, how can you scale it out and all that, but it's literally happening. And and so there's a quote from the the president of the Seattle Police Officers Guild, which I think is telling. And this guy uh, Michael Sol- uh, Solan, and I'm just going to quote here: If unreasonable activists have taken over an east precinct, voluntarily given up by elected officials' decisions. What's the, what's to stop them from taking another precinct? And I would say exactly,
1: <laughs> right? Like, yeah, you congrats. know, what the problem with that statement is he didn't say take over the
0: chaz. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. I like the chaz. I, I want the t-shirt. It's growing on me. Mm-hmm. So that's so that's my um, offer, right? Is that people, if given the opportunity, if given power to participate in their actual self governance, like real democracy. Um, so you're maybe saying? Figure let me out. get this right. You're saying no police at all.
1: You're talking community watch. I'm yeah. I'm talking like you gonna pu- do a shift? Could be. I'm not doing a shift. It's it, it, but it, but the, I don't want to walk the streets. The <laughs> no, but it's for, not. It's, for no, crying. it's not.
0: It's not like um, I mean. There's all these worries that you could have. That okay, if you get rid of the police, that means you get rid of the police unions. And the police unions are strong, and that might kill the union movement. So there's there's all this like cascade effect stuff that might be bad. Yeah, but the overall, police but, union
1: uh, is the proof
0: people have for why they hate unions. I it's, know, and then it's a terrible example get rid of because it. they're yeah, a yeah. very powerful union and yeah. they have too much power, right? Um, but and they protect killers. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. get rid of it, break Exa- it up. Exactly, but but I would just say that I think it's interesting. That's all. That 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 they it's it's basically again it's like the occupy movement where it's people taking over public space and saying, actually, no, it's like, it's our space, it's not the police's space. Well, when I watch Ozark and the cartel
1: comes up, I'm not going out. I'm not gonna walk the Ozark dirt roads fighting the cartel, I'm calling the cops. You know? I think there's gotta be, there's gotta be a,
0: what? (laughs) If the drugs weren't illegal, there wouldn't be a cartel. True. <laughs> that's, true. that's true. Actually,
1: oddly enough, I just the other night watched thirteenth. Oh yeah. The documentary. Yeah. It's I mean, it's powerful. it's it's mandatory. It's a must see. It's a, it's if you're not allowed to talk about what's going on right now if you don't watch this. Like it's literally mandatory Absolutely. watching. It's right. not even reading. It's watching. It's yeah. easy. Yeah. Um so oh my God. Like I've it's been you know those you know those docs that are like you, you always want to see him from the moment they come out, but you just got to be in the right time, right mm-hmm. place to take it in and just no distraction. Obviously now's a good time. I watched it the other night and like Leslie cried. I'm like just speechless. And you're just like, it's almost like a, Oh, that's why <laughs> it's, it's really fucked up. It's yeah, like, you know, the no, clockwork Orange, where they keep the guy's eyes open. Yeah. Right. That's it's like that for white people. Like if you watch this, you, and you don't walk away going, Oh shit. Wow. I'm a dick. Then <laughs> you're the problem because you're just, we're just so fucking ignorant. It's just like, Oh my God, I had no, I had no idea. And it's, it's, it's pretty brutal. So, well, and it, my God, does it make, make you really hate Richard Nixon and Bill Clinton? Oh, who yeah. We already hate, yeah, but yeah. man, monsters. Yeah. Fucking uh, monsters.
0: So I, I, i will say that the chaz did a public viewing of the 13th um, really on the yeah um, the the other night right so so that's that's a must see i will also put in a plug for if you haven't seen it i am not your negro i have seen it fantastic the 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 baldwin documentary which is just
1: if you want to have an opinion okay to our couple listeners out there (laughs) if you want to have an opinion and talk about this you're not allowed to until you watch this documentary. That's right. that's you're not right. allowed to.
0: Yeah, it's it's not even a reading assignment. It's a watching assignment. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So that's that's what I'm gonna say is that the Chaz is the way of the future. Well, I'll say this.
1: I disagree with you, but I don't have a plan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair I, but, I, but I think I think leaning towards what you're talking about is definitely the direction, but eh. I, I think some cops, we you know, it's just, it's rethinking it. And I, I'm not, I don't have the brain for it or the experience, but someone can. Okay. All right. Should experience. we move on? Yeah, let's do it. Let me get another drink. Okay. I'm, I'm all worked up. Leslie opened some bottle of chilled red wine. I'm really into chilled red wine. Chilled red wine because it's so
0: hot where you live.
1: I was into it in New York, but yes, really? that's definitely part of it. Yeah, there's like some red wines that are just like these like natural red wines. I, I can't. I know. I, I know the wine I like, but I couldn't tell you about it. Really? But it's chilled. It's it's like not, it's like mildly chilled. It's okay. Not it's not cold. but It's not warm.
0: Okay, got you. But it's very drinkable. Okay, all right. Sounds good. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a Long Trail Vermont IPA, and it's delicious. It's my go-to.
1: Long those Long the Long Trail Company was kind of one of the pioneers of like the organic beer movement.
0: They're just so good. Yeah, they're they're just good. They're dangerous, and
1: and, and by the way, it stays with you for a long
0: time, <laughs> right in your cheeks and your <laughs> belly. I feel like it's in my neck, really. Um, all right, so next topic. Uh, so. A lot of people, I'm sure you heard on Tuesday, there was the Georgia primary. That was a total (sighs) fiasco. Um, And basically, I don't need to provide a whole lot of context here, but if you just remember that that Shelby County versus Holder case from 2013 where the Voting Rights Act was gutted by uh, John Roberts, the Chief Justice, who basically said racism is over in America so we don't need to monitor um, voting (laughs) anymore. uh, so what happened was that there were approximately four to seven hour waits in majority-minority communities um, for for voting, and this is, of course, during a pandemic, so people are standing around in line, close quarters, for four to seven hours. Um, and in the kind of wider, wealthier suburbs, people were voting in like 15, 20 minutes. And, and so what this really sort of raises I think are three interrelated issues is one is that we've got politically and racially gerrymandered districts which is just you know a problem to start with Um, you got the gutting of the Voting Rights Act which allows for all these abuses and one of the abuses is that Kemp if you remember this guy uh, Kemp, who's now the governor who was going up against Stacey Abrams Yep. he was he was the uh, the Georgia Secretary of State during that race. And the Georgia Secretary of State runs the elections. So he was running the elections while he was the top of the ticket. And he didn't recuse himself for that. When he did that, he purged 500,000 people from the v- voter rolls, most of them uh, black and brown people in Democratic districts. And so what's happened is that all those people are trying to get back on the rolls. And they were offered mail-in ballots. They said, "Okay, you know, you just you just get mail-in absentee ballots." But then those were never sent, and at the same time the Republican Party's trying to get rid of the post office, right? So you've got this basically like full-fledged assault on the ability to vote. Um, and the, the topper here is that Kemp put in, you know, he's got an underling who's now the Secretary of State who decided to like just a couple months before this primary to get brand new voting machines. And it turns out that the company was, you know, they are like all these different companies bid, right? This company was literally second rated, like it's a second rate company, but it happens to be that Kemp's former staffer is their chief lobbyist. So they got they got the, uh, the, the contract, which is like a $10 million contract or something, and then all these voter machines failed. Uh, so there were entire districts... Where literally you could not vote uh, because of these machines. So, what happens? It's crazy. So, Stacey Abrams, um, she put out this awesome op ed in the New York Times, I think last week. And I'm just going to read a quote from that, which I think sums it up. Let's than, introduce than her anyway. as her okay. new title. Yeah. Uh, VP? VP men MVP. Yes, team. that's right. That's right. Let's just go for it. We're calling it right now. I think it's got to be if it's if it's not their idiots. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get our, to this yeah. shortly. We'll get to this shortly. <laughs> okay. All right. But here's a quote from her. I mean, and she's just she's just brilliant. Um, okay, quote, by undermining confidence in the political system, modern day suppression, like voter suppression has swapped rabid dogs and cops with billy clubs for restrictive voter ID laws and tangled rules for participation right so again the it's just again it's more sophisticated right so just in the same way you want to reform the cops and make them beat you more gently or in just so uh, in the same way voter suppression they can't they they can't do literacy tests now they can't do that kind of stuff that is so openly racist so they they get like their cousins company to to do the voter machines that don't work in democratic districts which are overwhelmingly black, right? And they say, oops, right? But then the vote's over, right? So once the vote's over, it's done. I mean, Kemp is the governor. Stacey Abrams is not. Um, so what do we do to change this is my question. Oh, my God. Don't look at me.
1: Come on, man. <laughs> I'm just I'm just TV <laughs> producer I'm living in New Orleans. Um, I don't know. I mean, Stacey Abrams is a really interesting person because I – since since Biden, you know, since the Democratic machine got behind Biden and they pushed Bernie out, I've just accepted it, and it's at this point we just got to jump on. And I, you yeah. know, with with Clinton, I was like really did not want to get on that train. This one, I could do it. Um, but i when I talk about like well, who's his vice president, I talk to people all the time, and I'm like, it's gonna be Stacey Abrams. And they're like, well, she didn't win. She didn't even win. And I, she she did win. She they stole from her. Like yeah. like like Gore won the election. In whatever the hell that was, yeah, when Florida, that? Two, 2000. 2000. 2000. It's the same thing. Like he did win. Yeah, and, I mean,
0: and she, Hillary she,
1: won too, really. Well, Hillary won the popular vote, mm-hmm. but she lost fair and square,
0: right? I mean,
1: there's
0: fair, there's and, no, square, fair and square in an unfair system. Let's put it that without way.
1: Without a doubt, without doubt. But I will say, with when, when it comes to electoral college, if it's if if the if it's flipped and we're always winning the electoral college and the Republicans are winning pop-up, We nobody would be saying shit from the <laughs> Democratic Party. So that's just one of those things. Um, but I don't know, I mean, I think like, when we're talking about voter um, suppression and we're talking about gerrymandering, we're talking about killer cops, talking about uh, education, we're talking about just everything that's wrong with the country. The only thing I can look to is the people in the streets right now mm-hmm. and just uh, that's the answer. Like, there is no answer. We've tried all the other stuff. We've tried the get out and vote. We've tried the, you know, Bert pushing Bernie and, and a new blood and a new guard, and that didn't work. Like, we've tried all the stuff we can we can do from our houses and, and with our little voices. Um, what's going on right now is that's that's it. That's the answer to all of the problems. You know, whichever one you want to start with, I think it's police reform, which will then, you know, Go to education, which will hopefully trickle down to um, voting oh. rights. But here's what I'll say. I have no doubt in my mind in the next election or two, Georgia is going to be going blue. It's it Georgia, Atlanta itself is growing at a rapid pace and it's expanding and it's expanding with smart people with. Uh, African American families with people uh, that are there for the Hollywood industry. I mean, that, that's like Little Hollywood. I mean, Tyler Perry Studios it is. It, I think it, I want to say don't quote me on this, but I'm not far off. It's at least a $9 billion industry that comes in there. With that comes families. With that comes people. With that comes uh, people that are in entertainment in in um, the arts. And those people tend to vote um, left. So that at some point, the population scale is going to tip way the other way. So Georgia is one of those places because of Atlanta that's going to expand in other counties. And I have no doubt in my mind. And 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 it shows you from Stacey's election where she really did win. They're in big trouble down there. So I'm not really that worried about it. And that's also a state that will flip. I mean, dude, there's talk right now. Not that I believe it, but like, there's, there's talk about Texas flipping. Right. I mean, Right. In in our lifetime? Yeah.
0: I mean, and it's, by the way, Beto O'Rourke
1: almost won. I mean, that's and, yeah. and
0: he's like a little He was also bag. up against somebody who everybody hates, even Republicans. Uh, I'll give you that. You know. <laughs> that I'll give you. But um what's I, I totally agree with you that it's the popular revolt. And this if we were look reading the news of a of a foreign country, we would be reading that there is a revolution an uprising in this country right in country oh, yeah, x sure. uh after decades and hundreds yes. of years of the oppression of uh hong ethnic kong. minority Dude, in at this hong country kong. the 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 people have banded together and are revolting against the government that's that's how this would be reported right this is hong kong this is venezuela all the way, the way they talk about what's going
1: on is how they would talk about it here yeah. you would think the place is burning down which yeah.
0: it <laughs> Yeah.
1: Well, it's it's and it's not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But I think the 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 popular pressure is exactly right. I think it's the it's the way to go because everything else to use an overused word is rigged. Right. You know, so so every systems and structure is rigged for somebody and rigged against somebody else. And it's and certainly rigged for a moneyed minority. Um, and the inverse, who it's rigged against, right? So people are sort of, you know, I've been alive to this for a long time, but but I think at this point, what's interesting is that when you're talking about okay, in, in maybe two election cycles, maybe Georgia, who knows, maybe in our lifetime, Texas. What I think is even more inspiring right now, people are saying now, oh, you know, like they've for had sure. enough now, right? For, sure. like for you know that this is this is it. That that I'm not going to take any more of you know, obviously uh, the brutal killings that are happening, happening, but also the everyday oppression in little and big ways. Like, that, I think, the, all that's got to stop. I think when people
1: like you, in 50 years from now, write the books about now, they're going to say this pandemic that hit and George Floyd's death caused a change in the country. I mean, I that... I don't know what it is about that specific
0: death because, you know, Oh, I can all... see a historian calling this the Floyd Rebellion, right? That, that this, yeah, yeah. Is, this is clearly, and oh, if, if this there. makes it in a, in a textbook, there'd be a subsection, the Floyd Rebellion. We're all in a Ken Burns documentary right now. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's just like, it's, the, it's this thing where we've seen these videos over and over and they're all horrible. There's just something about that one video that you get a guy like Rush Limbaugh Saying, "Oh yeah, the cops murdered that guy," you know. I'm working in I'm working outside Baton Rouge right now. Right. My whole crew, they're from down here. They go, they kill ducks on the weekends, you know. Like they're, <laughs> you know, like we <laughs> they, killing they kill is their pigs. hobby. They <laughs> and I had a conversation with all of them today because live PD got canceled and cops got mm-hmm. canceled, and they were mm-hmm. like, "What happened?" You know, and I and I explained to them what happened, and they're all like, "Oh yeah," and we talked about George Floyd, and they're like, "Man, that was fucked up," and I'm like. In a place like this, in the sticks of Louisiana, they get it. Mm -hmm. And that's a fucking problem for Mr. Trump. That is a huge problem. And he is so off on his handling of this. And I'm glad he's off because it's helping what we want. But my God, is there not one person with a brain? Or is he just such a dictator that he doesn't listen to anybody, which is probably the
0: doubling down on the racism now. Oh, and it's not working. I mean, you they're know.
1: ripping. You see, dude. Did you love the Christopher Columbus sinking to the bottom <laughs> of the river? Like, tear. The, I I just love it. It's we're not. We're no. The, 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 I'm not gonna say we because I'm not actually out there. But they're no longer asking you. They're just taking them down. Mm-hmm. Like, and when you see those mobs in the streets, you're not fucking with them. Yeah. They're taking these statues down. Yeah. They're just doing it, and it's like it's really nice to see. I really, I don't know. I, I agree with you. It it, it gives you the sense of like, oh wow.
0: I, something's happening. Yeah. I don't know right. what it is, but I'm cautiously
1: optimistic. I mean, I you're not on Instagram anymore, buddy, but it's a bloodbath on there. People <laughs> are going down left and right. I mean, the head of Bon Appetit just went down. For what?
0: I don't even know. Oh
1: man, this guy, this guy is real special. First of all, I I never liked this guy. <laughs> Let me just throw that out there. I don't even like Bon Appetit, you know, like get out of here. It's a, it's like a, a bro pretentious food magazine, but you know, they preach to be this like, we cover the world and cuisine. Mm -hmm. And then it came out that this scumbag was having the black on-camera people not get paid. What? And all the white people are getting paid. Wow. That's one of many things. Wow. He also, in a big conference on stage, called one uh, minority the other minority's name that was right next to him, and was like, oh my god, I'm sorry. He also had his assistant, who was an African-American woman, get him coffee when she first started. And she said, how do you take it? And he said,
0: Mm. like Rihanna. Oh my God. Can you imagine? So this is, I think this is something, you know, it's symptomatic of something that we like to forget about America, is that we live, again, if we thought, if I'm just thinking, like, if I was teaching this and it's like a different country, right? Like, not an American history class, whatever, just like, oh, I'm teaching X country. This is a post slavery, post Jim Crow society. That's what it is. And post settler colonial. That's all those three things are interlocking. And what that means is with the post is that it doesn't mean like it's all gone. It just means all those things happened and seriously transformed our trajectory. Right. And so, of course, in a post slavery society, the white people get paid and the black people don't. Right. Like, like It's it's crazy. It's actually almost. Uh, the logic of it working out, but it's just, it's absolutely. Disgusting. But do you think like do you think that we're just? Is
1: it is it like are white people just part? You, you know, like you grow up in in the same system, right? As a white person, mm-hmm. is it just up to this? The, like it's up to all of us to just look in the mirror and go, "How am I? How can I be better?" Like how you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying this. I don't know how to say this, but like that Bon Appetit guy, for instance, he probably in his head thinks he's this great guy. Like he he probably would say, if you asked him, no, I'm like, I treat everybody fairly. Like, what is that? Where does that, where does this like deep denial or just ignorance about your own self come from? Like, what is that?
0: Well, Historically speaking. Nobody, I mean, well, people aren't conscious hypocrites. So let's start with that, right? You know, that, that people are, totally hypocritical, but they're not conscious of it. So they're completely sincere, even though they're contradictory. Um, but I would also say that, you know, everybody wants to go to sleep at night feeling pretty good about themselves, right? So you siphon off anything like Donald Trump is saying that he's done more for black people than Abraham Lincoln, right? You know, he's, (laughs) he's, you know, and, and he's been treated worse than Lincoln. Um, So again, people tell themselves all sorts of things in order to, because nobody actually goes to bed. Nobody goes to bed foaming at the mouth with hatred and anger, right? Everybody, even, even like the worst people think of themselves as good people. But is it? But is
1: it because, like, you see people like Donald Trump? You see these cops murdering people. That like, these little small, uh, you know, racist things you put in the world. Like, you just they don't register. It's like him saying that to his assistant about the color of his coffee. To him, like, what is that? Is it just like is he is he unaware that he's completely negging her and and it being really racist and horrible? Or like in his head, is it like
0: okay? He, he probably thinks he's being funny he probably thinks he's being um he probably thinks he's being cool because he knows who Rihanna is and he's like right. the CEO of a like hoity toy right. magazine right. Um, so you know there's all this stuff whatever going on but I I don't know I I would say you know I I grew up in this country uh I've been called the n-word over time yep. many times yep. usually with sand before it um and 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 you know when i as as, as when i was 11 that started happening um but i i just i don't know like anybody who's non-white in this country realizes how racist this country is <laughs> it's like it's obvious Ugh. every day everywhere it's it's so it's, it's so obvious because it's it's at you always it's constantly there right um i think that's why there's such a fo- i think maybe an overfocus on you know representation right that you know we should have more uh people of color represented in you know films and this and that you know why, why big you know, black panther was such a big deal and you know the, all, all of those things right and i'm not against that i think that's good it's not a fix for everything it's not a structural fix it's 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 good because images and media do matter and they you know transform us And how we think and these little subtle everyday prejudices that are sort of built in from youth um, that then get reinforced by the terrible structures of our society Um, that's 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 true but I don't know I think anybody who's been to America even for some time who's non-white oh man I mean it's it's just painfully obvious um, well,
1: that is very depressing. Yeah. And on what, that note. Yeah. Let's 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 take a
0: break <laughs> and then come back for-,
1: for I our, do want to really quickly say, yeah. I would really like next week for us to talk about Gone with the Wind.
0: Okay. Let's do Did it. you hear what's hap- happening with know, that with HBO? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. an interesting topic. And I okay. want to hear,
1: I'm really interested to hear your- position on this um we're not going to do it now but it's a little tease for next week okay okay let's quickly do our stupid party favors because i really do like them it's fun
0: um how dare you call them stupid they're brilliant well it's stupid because
1: it's like (laughs) no it's listening to us because they're idiots but um all right let's 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 do it
0: okay They're stupid for not listening because we're giving we're doling out unsolicited but very good advice here
1: Can I say something? Yeah. I've, I listen to a lot of um, political podcasts. No one's saying what we're saying. Mm-hmm. I, we've been saying this I know.
0: I know. Can I can I go first today? Sure. I've, I've got I've got something for, uh, for the Dems well, first, okay, I want to first. I'm gonna go, yeah. go with the Dems first. Okay, and and it's kind of in a theme of what I was saying earlier Embrace defunding the police Embrace right, it that. Okay Reallocate the money, and that does not mean you you take away the money and then you know you lower taxes. You reallocate that money to healthcare, to education, to uh, uh, affordable housing, all of those things that make cities better and the citizenry better. Right, healthy, smart people with a roof over their head—that's a good thing to have in in your society. Um, and you know, people will talk about the welfare state and so on, but forget that you know i'll take the welfare state over the warfare state any day right so defund the police
1: i like that that's a good one i think mean, i i and i totally agree with you get on this um all right i'll go blue okay um donald trump's thinking about have. well he's not thinking he's going he's going to have his republican rally in tulsa yep Um, The site of one of the worst massacres Against African Americans in the history Of this country, Mm -hmm. Black Wall Street Look it up Whoever Wants to lead this party Needs to be in that city During the Republican convention Book your ticket now Get your fucking face mask And get in the streets with those protesters And be seen and lead that movement Because it's disgusting what he's doing And I think it'll send a message to every other state including a place like North Carolina which this is two parts. The the dem leaders need to go out in North Carolina right now. They need to go in North Carolina and embrace those people down there because Donald Trump just really soured on the North, on on those fine people of North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they need the, the 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 I don't know how, where the layer the DNC layer is, but I'm sure it's in a cave somewhere because they're all <laughs> creeps. But you need to send out your young, tough AOCs, your people, get them down to North Carolina, and you need to get those people on a charter plane. Whatever you need to do to Tulsa, and I would I would kiss AOC's ring and beg her to lead this and get your asses to Tulsa. Okay.
0: Yeah, you're right. This is what I was talking about. Him doubling down on the racism, right? Yeah. Like, okay. Face it, face it,
1: and get there and look it in the eye. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't,
1: don't, don't, don't sit on your little fucking zooms and your little Instagrams. Go on CNN and talk about it. Show up in this pandemic. Yeah, get COVID. Honestly, get COVID. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead fucking serious. I would. I'm telling you right now. If, if I got called by a DNC and they're like, Hey, <laughs> Biancasino, we're throwing you in. I get on a goddamn plane. I, I whatever I got to do, that if if you if you want to talk about the 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 great men and women of World War II and the Vietnam vets and the the Gulf War and the freedom fighters, well, it's not it's it's not that hard to risk your life getting the flu, okay? You know what sucks the beaches of normandy storming the beaches of normandy that I, i'll 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 let someone cough on me all day <laughs> if i don't need to get out of a boat while nazis are shooting at me in the water okay so it's not that hard we're not asking you to do that much okay we're asking you to risk your life for the future of the country this
0: is your world war ii i think it's a pretty good trade-off okay okay I'll, i i i second that emotion all right um you know what we should do we should
1: we should put the list on our We should start keeping track of these. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good idea.
0: Of course. Just so when they start doing it, we can say, we told you so. It's it's just an I told you so list. All right. No,
1: I just like this. Like, we will (laughs) they leave this with, like, some really great ideas and some real bad ones. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. All right. right. Although I haven't found a bad one yet. Okay. Republicans. The the Republicans. And again, the caveat, I hate you. um, And I don't actually want you to do this because it will help you. But the GOP leave Trump. For now you probably go back to him in November but leave him for now and hide behind the military because the military is leaving Trump and they're making these statements that are fairly unprecedented these breaks with the technical commander-in-chief and all uh, saying that you know you know the the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff said he shouldn't have done the photo op that's pretty big that was nuts. right uh, that he's, you know, walking this back and talking about, you know, hundreds of years of oppression. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. And he's probably getting a lot of heat from the other people in uniform.
1: And that was, uh, and he, but he also came out after Mad Dog Mattis released his statement, yeah. which is very, yeah. un, it's not typical of him. Right. He normally has a policy where you don't criticize
0: sitting presidents. And yeah.
1: he can't even, he can't even sit back anymore. Right. That's how crazy this guy right.
0: is. Right, right. So the GOP, the, you know, the, the entire GOP Congress, Senate and House, can literally hide behind the uniform um, and say, you know, Trump is wrong on this and, and so on. We're not that. We, you know, we still have all these you know terrible policies that some of you guys like, uh, but but we're not that, right? Be- but we're with the military, and people will love that because every you know all, all the GOP voters just love the military. Great, I agree with you,
1: and I have kind of a take on that as well, except slightly different. Here's let's say the Republicans. Joe Biden's not that bad for you. Okay, Bernie was your worst nightmare. <laughs> Warren, your worst nightmare. Tulsi Gabbard, your worst nightmare. Biden's, he, he, he's really, he's an old school Democrat. You, you know, you, Republicans and, and Biden Democrats, they actually all, they fight in public and, and drink martinis when the, when the cameras are off. He's an old boy. You guys are going to get along. He and John McCain were buddies. This is all bullshit. You should embrace Biden. You should meet with him. You should talk about, how you can collectively be Trump. And then adding on to what you just said, I would stage the way the way General Mattis and whoever whatever cronies were in the White House during the first, you know, year where they sat him down and did a PowerPoint about like why we shouldn't go to war with North Korea or mm. why we shouldn't do these things. Right. They should do that and let it get leaked. And it should be about the danger of the military turning on him. Because The same people that are the, man, you don't kneel during the flag. Well, guess what? You can't say that and then let Trump talk shit about Mad Dog Mattis and and all of these generals you can't you can't be both so it's gonna keep it's like skimming the scum off the top of a of a ramen broth as you <laughs> as you're cooking the bones on that you gotta scum all you need is you have got to keep taking these little chips out of it right just little chips so if you just get a couple more people that then their little racist family members aren't voting for Trump anymore that's the key to beating Trump you're not going to snap out of it like, like in, in, in The Purge or in like a Stephen King movie where everybody just wakes up and they're like, what the fuck was that? That's not how this is going to work. Yeah. It's going to work in small little uh, chiseling of, of little f- pockets. And I think this would be a good tactic is Mitch McConnell and his, little, and his three necks get in there with a couple <laughs> of other zombies and you sit him down and you go, you got to apologize to the military. You're not allowed to do this anymore. And you let it get leaked. Because they don't want him in there. They don't like this guy. Right. Mitch McConnell would stab him in the neck with a pen if he could get away with it.
0: Right. No, I I think you're right. Um, They're also terrified of his base because they know that they're complicit in transforming the Republican Party into the Trump Party. Right. And so so they've created this monster that they don't quite know how to control yet. But I think this is their out. This is it. It's
1: right here, guys. Get it done. Yeah. Change the name of the Confederate fucking... Forts. There's, not yeah. even a, there's not even a fort Ulysses S. Grant. Yep. Okay? That's disgusting. I know. <laughs> I'm, all, I'm not really angry. <laughs> but that's the kind of passion you need to have, people. Well, listen, Amit, enjoy right. your weekend. I think we had a good, good conversation today. I mean, I'm still yeah. frustrated. I have no idea what to do with the police. So. I
0: know. I know.
1: Any of our listeners um, have the uh, pamphlet to a better way of life, living with cops. Yeah. Hit us, uh, hit
0: us up. We're on Facebook we're on instagram right yeah the
1: website's going to be live this week again okay awesome so awesome. you can write us there and okay. uh, yeah let us know what you think send us some tips send us some party favors to these idiots yeah that's right that's a good idea. all right man all right we'll next talk week.
0: next week